Hello and welcome back to the second episode of the Triborough Podcast. I'm your host, Just Alonzo. I'm joined by my co-host, Nicholas O'Brien. Welcome back, everybody. Um, so today what we're going to do is we're kind of just going to do some housekeeping for the Yankees and the Mets. And then in the Manhattan section, we're going to have the first of our three sections of like our mini bets. We're going to do our divisional predictions. Um, and just in the introduction, we're going to talk about some of the rule changes, um, with the first one being the pitch clock. Um, if you want to start with that. Yeah, so the pitch clock, I like it. I don't have an issue with it so far. Um, you know, from what I've seen, the Mets games, there hasn't been a lot of violations. Hmm. I think a lot of the violations that I have seen have been with the hitters. You saw that with Sevy the other day. Yeah. Where it was like in one inning, there was like two or three strikes. Right. So I think, I think the hitters seem like they're going to have a harder time now. Hmm. Uh, I know a lot, going into it, a lot of people said that pitchers we're gonna have to adjust mm. Chris Bassett we're talking about you but besides that I think hitters are really the ones that need to adjust to it because mm. you know you've, you have them stepping out you know twiddling with their batting gloves you know looking back looking at third base coach whatever mm. so I feel like waving at their moms exactly hi mom um, but besides that I like it. I don't have an issue with it so far. How much? I just thought of this. How much do you think for like the hitters is that they didn't think it was gonna be as big of a deal? Oh, so I, I, yeah, you know what I mean. So like they kind of weren't expecting it, and they're kind of just not ready. They don't realize how quick the seven seconds is. Right. Yeah. Because for those that don't know, the batter needs to be alert and ready by eight seconds on the clock, meaning that. And there's fifteen seconds. Yeah, in the fifteen clock seconds in total. So by eight seconds, the batter needs to be alert and ready. Which basically just means in the box, looking at the pitcher. And then from there, if you're in the box by eight seconds, pitcher has to throw it within the rest of the eight seconds. If you're not in the box and alert, then you get called strike. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. That's just one other thing is that's with runners on base. Or runners not on base, with runners on base, it's 20 seconds. Yep. And something that kind of ties in with that is the pitcher's allowed two engage disengagements per... Uh, per at bat, yeah. and pretty much what that is, that could be a throw over, that could be just like stepping off the mound, whatever. Um, and they are allowed a third, but they have to get the runner out on a throw over. And if they do not get the runner out, then it's considered a balk. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, so you know, just trying to speed the game along, you know, try to incentivize stolen bases a little mm-hmm. more. You look at Volpe running around; he's he's been taking advantage of that. He's a tear to my eye. Yeah, I know. One thing I, I was thinking about is how is that going to affect bullpen usage? Because th- think about how many times you see a guy throw over to like a runner like 10 times just stall for the bullpen. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just thought about that. That could like. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. I, I think, again, it's just all an adjustment period for everything. I like it, though. Because yeah. like that's so boring when you're at a game. And yeah. it's like in a big moment, and it's like step throw off, over twenty throw times, over. like bro. Step off. He's not over. stealing. Like calm down, focus right. on that. It'll, it'll be like I don't know, Daniel Volpe. Robinson Cano. Right, someone really slow, staring at first, throw it over, step off, look at him, nah. throw it over, step off, look at him. So you know, it's just this is all for the betterment of the game. You know, so far the average time of Mets games has been two hours and thirty nine minutes. Mm with average of 2.1 runs per game. 12. 12, my bad. 12 run, 12.1 runs per game. And, you know, it's the same amount of offense, if not more, mm-hmm. in less time. Yeah. So 
I definitely think. like it overall. Yeah. As long as people stay healthy, I'm perfectly yeah. fine. I know that was your big thing with injuries, yeah. but you know, it's an adjustment period. Everyone's yeah. gonna figure it out. It's gonna be a lot harder on the older guys, I'd I say. Think so, yeah, like the veterans who've been doing this for ten plus years. Like a certain team's one two starters. Anyway, so the third about. the third rule change, it's not really a change, kinda of just like a indefinite statement that yeah. the ghost runner is gonna stay. If you yeah. don't know what the ghost runner is, is after Nine when you go into extra innings, yep. so tenth inning on, the runner will start at second base. That's the yep. guy that previously made, made the, the last, last out, out the inning before. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it, it grew on me. This is going into the fourth year with it now. Mm. When it first came up during the COVID season, I wasn't really a fan. But, mm. you know, again, it's going into the fourth year. It's grown on me. It really helps in MLB the show, let me just say. Yes. But regardless, for the game itself, it's grown on me. You know, it's, it's all about speeding the game up i get it i don't like it it's yeah. too gimmicky for me like if it's like after like 12th inning on right. i wouldn't mind it just not if it even touches the postseason i yeah. think i'm gonna get a pitchfork outside new york <laughs> wherever the commissioner's yeah, the office, office is but you know last year they didn't have in the postseason so hopefully that's gonna stay because i think yeah it shouldn't be in the that'd post-season. be way too gimmicky right so, especially in big moments like that, with really think high about if states. a World Series game gets walked off. I know. Because that just I know, but you know it's here to stay. So whether you like it or not, it's here in the regular season. But no. hopefully, it stays out of the postseason. That's pretty much it for the intro, and gonna ride into Queens. Now entering Queens. Welcome to Queens, everybody. Mets <laughs> spring training is underway in Port St. Lucie at Clover Park. And we got a lot to talk about when it comes to prospects. Mm-hmm. Baby Mauricio Vientos. Hello. Yes. Baseball. Baseball. These guys hit the baseball very hard. Baby so far in spring training. Six hits, 15 at-bats, mm-hmm. one home run. A 1.071 OPS, that is on-base percentage plus slugging percentage. That's kind of like the main stat that's used to, like, evaluate hitters. Yeah, and he had a double in today's game off Mm. a lefty, which that's very nice to see. That was one of my things with Beatty. He seemed a little overmatched by lefties so far, but well-struck double going the other way Mm. down the line versus a lefty, very nice to see. Beatty, you know, he's... Looking for that third base job. Mm. Could very well break out of camp with the Mets. You know, mm-hmm. put Escobar at a super utility guy, mm. maybe DH kind of role. But Bay's looking really good so far. And with Escobar going to the WBC, the World Baseball Classic, you know, he's going to get a Venezuela? lot more reps. Venezuela, yeah. He's going to get a lot more reps. So at this point, not mm. looking too good for Escobar. But he, his defense does need some work. But, you know, his bat is looking real good. And one thing that I also think is, I kind of mentioned it, but I didn't really mention talk about it in this sense. But I think that Correa, you guys not getting him, kind of Beatty being more, like, forced to learn left field is also going to help him. Right. Because that way he's going to have even more versatility. So even yeah. more of a reason to have him on the roster, more plug-and-play opportunity. Right. So even if Escobar is the third baseman, you could play him in left. You could play him at. The, you could play him in so many more positions. Definitely. I think that'll definitely help him. Yeah. And speaking run. of left field, you know, Mauricio swinging a hot bat. So you know, one of these guys could play third, put one the other one in left. But 
Ronnie Mauricio. Does he have a chance Hello. of making the roster or no? Mauricio, I think out of the three of Beatty, Mauricio, and Vientos, I think Mauricio has less likely of a chance. Mm. I mean, obviously, you have, he's a shortstop. Obviously, you have Lindor. Mm. You know, Beatty's already gunning for the third base job. You already mm. have Escobar. I don't really know. Mm. He's a man without a position at the moment. And he's, he's, he's having a hot spring, you know. Five hits, 11 at-bats, three home runs, 1.864 OPS. Somehow not the best OPS in spring training. But... I know. But three home runs all yeah. over 400 feet. And these are moonshots. Yeah. Moonshots. But like I said, he's a man without a position, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I think he probably starts in AAA. He has a lot of work to do with on getting on base. Because as of right now, he's a glorified Javi Baez. <laughs> His, his on-base percentage is, like, just below 300. Oh, it's that's like not... It's, like, 290s. That's not good. Right. He doesn't walk... You know, he's still young, so mm. it's not like you need to rush him or anything. But... Play needs, discipline comes with just more reps. That's, right. Yeah. He needs just needs to see better pitching. He needs to kind of be more selective in what he swings at. Because, obviously, once he makes contact, that will go far. Yeah. But it's just the fact that if he doesn't make enough contact... So I think he doesn't have – I don't think – honestly, I don't think he has any shot to make the opening day roster. Mm. As much as as much fun as it is to watch him play right now, he's Unless just not there's, like, it. an ungodly amount of injuries. Right, yeah. And even then, I don't even know if they want to <sighs> Like, that many rookies. Yeah. But someone who does have a shot, Mark Vientos, giving Darren Catcher, Ruff a right? run for his money. He's a third baseman by trade, mm. but – his defense is iffy. Okay. You, you could stick him at first, but you know you have Alonzo, you have Darren Ruff on the roster, unfortunately. Mm. And right-handed DH, you know. What do you mean, unfortunately? Back. He's gonna start over Alonzo. No, don't don't, don't even speak. What do you that, mean? Though. What do you mean? Alonzo needed juice balls to break the rookie home run record. He's not that good. And judging the juice balls. Doesn't fit my narrative. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. But um, Vientos. You know, seven hits, 21 ABs, two home runs yesterday, both off of right-handed pitching. Mm. That was really nice to see. Both almost dead center. Mm. So the power's there, you know. He had a cup of coffee with Mm. major leagues last year. He really didn't do too much. You know, it kind of felt like the front office didn't really trust in him. Kind of like, you know, too many injuries, let's just call someone up type of thing. But, you know, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, you know, I do not envy Billy Epler right now. He's going to have a lot of decisions to make. But, you know, Darren Ruff has yet to play because he has a cortisone shot in his wrist, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he's yet to play. But we'll see how he does when he gets on the field. But these three prospects, man, you, these guys yeah. are looking real good. I feel like that's a lot of teams don't do that, but they should. Where it's like, even if you're not really, like, giving them faith, you should always, like, call them up late in September if you know they're like there's a good chance they're gonna be up next year to start the season just so they get that taste and they know what it's like so therefore they like really push themselves I mean I yeah I but I'd probably have to disagree because I think we kind of saw it with Alvarez and Vientos last year they they did not want to call them up it was it was Mm. out of necessity kind of you know they brought in Alvarez they called him up in the biggest series of the year well maybe not i'm i don't mean necessarily that i'm saying if you can afford to if you can afford to then 
Sure, I guess. I, I, I can see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but I think for guys like these, I, I think you shouldn't be calling them up unless they're here to stay. Mm. That's my take on it, at least. Like, with Beatty, if, if he makes it out of spring training on the roster, he's your everyday third baseman. Yeah. I don't want any platoon with Escobar. I don't want him I agree with that. to, like, you know, not get as many reps. If he breaks camp, he's your starting third baseman on, for the rest of the year. No. Yeah. I don't want him to go up and down. I don't want anyone to mess with him. I think once you call these guys up, they're here to stay. Mm. Especially those high-level prospects. Like, right. You know, they'll just, like, the mess babies, with their confidence the Alvarez's. so much. That's why I hated the Alvarez call-up last mm. year. Hated it. Because, again, biggest series of the year, and you bring in this guy who had, like, a cup of coffee with AAA, and he looked completely overmatched. Mm. You know, he look, he has the potential, but he looked completely overmatched. Even in the wild card series, he did not look good. The couple, like two, three at bats he had. Mm. Speaking of Alvarez, you know he hasn't had a lot of playing time. Mm. You know I think he's get, only get, start. He's only had like half a game at catcher. Yeah, he's he just caught two days ago for the back half of one game. I think it might have to do with trying to get Nido Narvaez as many at bats, especially Narvaez. Especially is with the pitching staff as well, yeah. just because you really want you have like. New, like, Nervais is new, and yeah. you have, comp- other than, like, Scherzer, isn't, like, the entire rotation Yeah, Verland is new, Quintana's new, obviously Sanga's new, Carrasco is here, but Carrasco's never thrown to Narvaez. No. But I think it's more of a thing, Narvaez is going to the WBC, mm. so he's leaving this week. So I think you're going to see Alvarez behind the plate a lot more. Mm. But also, it could be writing on the wall that he's not going to make the Major League roster just yet. Mm. I mean, I don't think he is, especially with what they got with Nito and Narvaez. It's it's like the perfect platoon. So I don't think Alvarez isn't going to... He's not really getting the chance, unfortunately. But, you know, he's going to probably start catching pretty soon. But as of right now, hasn't really done much. Mm. But moving away from the prospects, shiny new toy Justin Verlander <laughs> threw the other day. Looked good. I don't, you know? I don't think you could say he's shiny. I'd say shiny. No, he's more like that toy that you get that's like... It's rough around the edges, but it's awesome. Like, you know what I mean? Like, one of those action figures has a couple, like, scuff marks on it, but, right. like, it's your favorite new toy. Scuff marks being the stitches from Tommy John. Exactly. <laughs> but, no. Vernon... And also just age. Yeah. Being 70 years old, the walking cane. He's fine. He looked great. 40 years old, Justin Verlander, aged, like, fine wine. Oh, my God. He looked good. He looked good. No, no. The, using a giraffe neck mark reference. Just, that <laughs> just, no. No. But he looked good. I, you know, he only pitched two innings, no, three innings, no, against the Marlins yesterday. I think he's working on the changeup. I read, mm. kind of just you know, with time, you know, one of those three percent pitches. Right, just to throw something else in the mix. Especially. By three percent, I mean like thrown like three percent of the time, just so that right. like if you got nothing else, be like, oh, they're not gonna expect this because. Right. So, you know, with time, you know, his velocity is probably going to drop. So, you know, you need to keep some stuff in your back pocket. But, no, he looked good. So, that was his first start in spring training yesterday. Looked good. Scherzer, on the other hand, two days ago, he had the eventful inning of a lifetime. I think I think this was just a lot of toying around at the pitch clock. Kind of like pushing the limits of what he can and cannot do. He Which, got, like, for a guy yeah. like Scherzer and Verlander, that's, like... That's what I, you want I feel see. like that's the only thing they really can do at spring training yeah. other than, like, get their reps in. Because, like, right. what more do they have to learn? Seriously, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, he got two pitch violations. One, he tried the quick pitch, apparently. 
and then he had a violation that took back a double play. Right. So, you know, I think he's just. I guess you could say bit. Max was mad. He was. He was a little mad. Oh, he was yeah. Mad Max. He was Mad Max. But you know, I think he's just toying around the clock, kind of seeing what he can and cannot do. But you know, besides that, getting his reps in, he looks mm-hmm. good. Not too much else for Scherzer. Carrasco and Quintana. These mm-hmm. are the two guys who seem to struggle the most their mm-hmm. first starts. I, they both said they felt a little rushed by the clock, mm-hmm. which, you know, they're both veteran starting pitchers, kind of like how we talked before. Yeah. You know, these guys probably going to have some, pro- not problems, but, you know, it's going to be, it's another adjustment learning period. Group. Yeah, like you said. it might just be a little longer of adjustment period. You know, uh, Quintana came out of the bullpen today after Senga. He looked good, pitched an inning, struck out Goldschmidt. You know, looked much better, seemed a lot more confident, a lot more calm, taking his time. Not too much time, honestly, but taking his time to adjust to the clock. So he looked better. You know, Carrasco, again, adjustment period. No. But uh, shiny new toy from Japan. Mm. This is a shiny new toy. He uh, pitched this morning, this afternoon. Mm. So this will age the episode a little bit. But he pitched a couple hours ago. Rocky start. He walked the first two batters. His... Mm-hmm. You know, his control was a big issue coming over. So that's something that everyone knew kind of going into it. Something he's mm-hmm. going to have to work on. Yeah. But, you know, he walked the first two batters. But then, you know, infield fly, Goldschmidt, Arenado flew out, struck out red hot Jordan Walker with his ghost fork. No. Nasty pitch. That was disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. That was... A lot of people call it a splitter. Senga calls it a fork ball. Mm. I'm going to call it a forkball. I feel like the reason they call it a splitter is, like, most pitchers from, like, overseas, that's yeah. kind of, like, the go-to pitch over a changeup. Yeah. Like, that was, like, Tanaka. That's, um... Darvish. What's his face? Darvish. What's his face on the Blue Jays? Kikuchi? Kikuchi, yeah. Yeah. And just, like, guys like that. Like, they... That's kind of, like, the philosophy difference. Yeah. Just kind of... The splitter is really popular in mm-hmm. Japan. And but splitter for whatever. For, but it's... It, you know what? Sanka says, says it's a forkball, so it's a forkball. So it's no longer a ghost fork? It, it is the ghost fork. No, no, but you said it's a fork ball. So it's it's, a fork ball. it's, it's the, the ghost, ghost fork ball. ball. But you're saying you're calling it a fork ball, so that means you're not calling it the ghost fork. I'm calling it the ghost fork. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, you know, he only threw it like two times, which is surprised. But, you know, he might be just working on some other secondary pitches since he knows the ghost fork works. Mm. He was sitting about 95, 97. He mm. hit 99, so that's nice to see. Velocity Especially nice. this early in spring training. One thing right. I just want to say for everyone do not pay attention to velocity. Every single yes. pitcher is building up velocity. Yes. Just throw it out. Th- if it's like one of the last starts of spring training, their velocity isn't there. Okay, then it's time to That's worry. Concern, but like right, right now, I, every single pitcher, their velocity is down yeah. because they're ramping up. Everyone's working mm-hmm. up. I think That's something a lot of people don't understand. No. no. Spring, spring training for grain of salt. Not even like take it with like the biggest grain of salt of all time. Right. Like, it's just getting their reps in, getting the workload back in, especially if someone like Senga, mm-hmm. you know, he needs to adjust to the mound, he needs to adjust to the ball. But because of those things, he looks fine, you know? Mm-hmm. We knew control was going to be an issue. He only walked two guys in two innings. He hung a breaking ball, like, up in the zone that got crushed. Mm-hmm. But again, bad pitch. One bad pitch. You know, two strikeouts. Like I said, didn't throw the ghost fork that much. I think he's just working on other pitches, but he looked good his first outing. I'm not entirely upset. I think he looked good. 
and I am very excited to watch the pitch again. Yeah. But it's definitely gonna be interesting to see yeah. how like it profiles or because how many innings he pitched two? Yeah, just two innings. It's gonna be interesting how a lot of people like the concerns were like, oh, he may not have like the arsenal yeah. for like six innings. Right. So that's gonna be interesting to see how that like as he builds up how he does comparatively that way. Yeah. Like how he mixes pitch, maybe who's the Mets pitching coach? Jeremy Hefner. How Hefner may like use maybe give him like a third pitch yeah. see how like yeah i think that. that's what he was working on you know he threw uh i was looking at baseball savant after the game great website by the way uh he threw a couple cutters he threw a curveball and a couple sliders mm-hmm. so i think he's just working on the kind of just throwing pitches. out the wall seeing what sticks right i think the curveball is what he hung so maybe let's not throw the curveball but um you know i think like you said i think hefner is trying to just find that third fourth pitch to complement the ghost fork and his fastball. Mm. But, you know, he looked good, so I'm very excited for him. Um, Nimmo and Marte have not played yet, but they should play later this week. I know Marte is recovering from a core surgery, or I think groin surgery actually mm. was. So he should play this week. Nimmo's taking, I don't know if you read this, Nimmo's taking a different approach. He's not hurt, he's completely fine, but he doesn't want to play in as many spring training games because of his health. I could see that. I. Right. What's your, what, let me hear your opinion on that first. So, he d- apparently he did it last year, which I, I didn't notice. I guess okay. I never noticed he was not in many games. But he did it last year, and, you know, he probably one of his most healthy seasons mm-hmm. he's had. So, you know, I trust him. You know, if, it's, if that's what worked with him last year, go ahead and do it again. Because, yeah. you know, Nimmo's a big part of this lineup. So, if that's what worked last year, go ahead. I didn't know he did it last year. Yeah. If I did know that, because I would have changed my opinion, my initial opinion was, like, I feel like you'd rather ramp up right. so that way you're not, like, cold, right? like, going into the season, like, muscle-wise. But if it were from last year, then yeah. Yeah, that, 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 I had the They same know thing. their bodies so much better. They have all the biomechanics. They have all the trainers exactly. that, like, if yeah, it works, they, works. Right. They know their bodies better than we do as yeah. much as people on Twitter would <laughs> and argue. <Facebook. laughs> yeah. But, you know. He should be playing this week, so excited for their debuts. All the other regulars look good. You know, Lindor hit a home run today. Alonso hit a home run today. They look good. Mm. McNeil's not having a lot of hits fall, but, you know, going through the motions, he looks fine. As long as, like, the routine is yeah. there and, like, the motion. Or not motion, it's a process. As yeah. long as, like, the process, the process. is there. Yeah. Yeah. He looks fine. You know, es- Escobar looks fine. Uh, Nino's had a pretty good spring. He mm. has... A home run. He has an OPS over 100. Uh, I mean, one, I guess, if you want to talk about decimals. So everyone looks good. You know, a lot of them are leaving for the WBC this week. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's leaving tomorrow. So, you know, Mets are losing Alonzo. Tomorrow being Monday. Yeah. They're losing Alonzo, McNeil, Lindor, Escobar. Brooks Raley's going. Adovino's going. Quintana's going. Narvaez is going. <laughs> The Mets have a lot of guys leaving. Was it nine? Yeah. Or is it down it to eight? Because I think someone backed out. Eight yeah. or nine? Eight I think, or nine. yeah, eight or nine. So they have a lot going. That's why, you know, paving the way for some of these young guys to get more reps. You know, mm-hmm. like what I said with Beatty, you know, probably see Vientos at first base a little more. Alvarez a little bit behind mm-hmm. the plate. Probably DHing. Mauricio is probably going to play shortstop. So a lot more reps for the younger guys. But um, bullpen guys, you know, John Curtis looks really good. They signed him last year. 
well, I guess two years ago, to a two-year deal. Missed the entire of last year with surgery, I think it was Tommy John. So now they have him for this year. Look, looks good, looks healthy. You know, he's competing for a roster spot, so I think he looks really good. Others look good as well, you know. Diaz looks like Diaz. Diaz is striking everyone out. Mm. But, you know, that's all from Mets camp, you know. No. Very excited. Spring training coming up. And everyone looks good. Just remember, numbers don't matter unless they fit your personal narratives. Exactly. All right. We'll see you in, in the, the Bronx. The Bronx. Entering the Bronx. Hello, welcome to the Bronx. Um, let me just start off by saying if Anthony Volpe is not on the opening day roster, I will go outside Yankee Stadium and I will murder at least 37 people. He looks good. <laughs> he, he does look good, you know. They have a log jam at the infield. I don't care. Every, It's honestly just a thing of like, Every time you see him hit, he just looks a hundred times more competent than IKF. Yes. Because you watch him, and just everything about, like, his stance and everything in the... It wasn't... I can't remember if it was the home run or the double that he hit that almost left. You could just see, like, he was not ready to hit the pitch at all. Then he had, like, this really great micro-adjustment as the pitch was coming, and he just turned on it and drilled it. And every ball you see from him is hit over 100 miles an hour. And he makes routine play. It's crazy that I had to say this about a shortstop, but he makes routine play after routine play in the outfield. He's, his instincts are crazy. Just overall. I think that's that's a thing that you just cannot teach. And that's why yeah. I think like he is ready because he just has those instincts. You can't teach those to a young guy. And... It's crazy to say, but he has better instincts than, like, I'd say most people on the Yankees right now. Yeah, I mean, As it, crazy it, as it is to say. I, I, I love the player that he is. I love the speed, the power, great defense, his shortstop. Mm. I think he starts the year in AAA, honestly. Just, I think, yes. I know. That's, not, just, what, that's not what Yankees fans want to hear. Maybe Peraza can break camp. He will. Yeah. Peraza, I think, is almost a guarantee. Right. If one think, of them is a guarantee, I think it's going to be Peraza. But... Right. If one of them is making it, it's going to be Peraza. You know, come June, July. That's so far. Maybe he gets called up. Maybe. I, I just don't see... My thing is that I don't see IKF making it on opening their roster. I think he's gone before it. Yeah? Because I think a lot of teams are like... There's already been like two injuries to teams starting shortstops. Right. So it's like, I think he... There will, and he's also pretty cheap, six million. It would have been so much easier if they just non-tendered him. Right. But Brian Cashman is Brian Cashman, and then you call up Volpe. And my ideal thing is you have him at. If they could, it's so hard to do it because yes, they do have a log jam in the infield, but have DJ at third, Volpe at Volpe, kind of playing backup short second but he has like priority and then Peraza at short Glaber at second and then whoever is whoever the hot hand is out of the three the two out of the three those two are playing right so it's like yeah but you know if I think if Peraza and Volpe are both up 
I think Torres is gone, honestly. I think they trade Torres. If they if they want both Peraza and Volpe to be up and playing, mm-hmm. I think Torres is gone. I, I, know, could, I know you love him, too. I could see it, but it's like, I feel like he would have been traded already. That's kind of how I see it, that, like, no. the only reason I think Volpe will be on the roster is just how committed they've been to him for, like, the last two, three years, how they just missed out on star shortstop after star yeah. shortstop after star shortstop after star shortstop. If I, if I could speak. And I think that just shows how committed they are to him. Right. And it's like, if you're going to commit to a guy and then not call him up when he's obviously ready. Right. But on the other hand, if they're that committed to him, they want to be 100% sure he's ready. You know, maybe there's something they see that they don't like. Maybe hmm. there's something, maybe it's an off-field thing, you know? I doubt it, but look, yeah. you never know with, with these kids. You know, sometimes it can get to their head. I hmm. say kids, and they're like my age, our age. but Younger than us. Exactly. But, you know, you never know what it could be. I just think they want to see they, they want to see something else in AAA. Hmm. But I think if they, if they both want them up, you're going to have a hell of a lot easier time trading Torres than you hmm. are IKF. I, I disagree. Because IKF, I feel like you could trade for, like, dirt. Glaber, like, yeah, it's more value, but a team is going to have to give up more. I feel like it's yeah. hard to part with more than to get IKF as, like, a depth piece. Right, but it also it depends what the Yankees want. If it's mm-hmm. just a salary dump, sure. If they're trying to get an asset back, Torres is that's what I think they're just doing a, a salary bank. dump. That's, Maybe, that's yeah. why I think that's a lot more likely. And, like, we've seen that in the past where, like, and also, oh, I remember what it was. Jack Curry said the other day that, like, he doesn't see IKF being the shortstop, like, at all. Really? And, like, whenever I hear Jack Curry, like, he is so, like, connected to the Yankees that, like, even, like, the hot stoves, he would say something, the very next day it would happen. Right. And it's, like, whatever he says, I listen to. Yeah. Just because he's one of the only guys that you could say is right pretty much every, like, time. Right. Um, and, I, I mean, I, I still think, now, just hear me out. IKF is still valuable as a super utility guy. No. Yes. I think, look, maybe he's not fit for New York. Maybe he's, he's not the starting shortstop, obviously. Are you saying for the Yankees or for another team? For the Yankees. He's a, he can be a good, versatile backup. I disagree. He, look, he can play third. He, can play sh- he won a gold glove at third. He, can, yeah, but he, he wasn't have... terrible at shortstop. As much as the eye test says. He had 10 dis- defensive runs saved at shortstop. But you also watch so many plays that, like, you got – there's sometimes, like, advanced analytics. It's, like, especially for fielding, you kind of just can't trust them. Because they said in 2019, Gio Urshela was a horrible defender. Right. If you watch him, he was one of the best defensive third basemen in baseball. Right. So it's, like, with IKF, there were so many balls that were hit to him that he just completely messed up. They were called hits that just should not have been. Like, I'm right. convinced, like, he was paying off the scorekeeper just to <laughs> make the, them called hits and not errors because there's right. no way in hell that it should have been hits. Right. And it's just like, I could see that. I see your argument, but they just don't need that because you're talking third base. Yeah. They have statistically the best two defensive third basemen in the American League in DJ and Donaldson. Right. You have, what can IKF do that Volpe or Praza cannot? They're both faster. Yeah. They both have a lot more upside. 
both play better defense. I just don't see. They're both also unproven. You know, and I think Cat and like Boone said that they might start looking at IKF in the outfield. That, I feel like that's trade bait though. Like really bad job at trade bait. Really. Like a really really bad job at it. Right. But who knows? You know, I think they should let the kids play. Mm -hmm. I'm not arguing that fact. But you know, I think IKF still has a little something in in him. No. Um. Speaking of the other kid, Jason Dominguez, he has looked incredible. Yes, the um, Martian has landed. Yeah, he uh, he has landed, unlike the baseballs that he's hitting. Yeah, um, it's actually funny because I we waited to record until what I thought was going to be Dominguez's last bat in the eighth inning. Yep. And then after we recorded the intro, I just look at my phone and I see my friend Tommy text me, Jason. Just one word, just Jason. Jason. And I look, and he hit a go-ahead three-run home run in the top of the ninth inning. And he's, he's not going to make the team no, this year, but no he's shot. going yeah. to be so good. Yeah, well, he's going to start in double-A probably? I could, he was in double-A down this season. Okay. All I right. could see if they're, depending on how, how much they love him, maybe triple-A. I doubt right. it. But I could definitely see a realistic scenario where he's in triple-A by, say, May like early june yeah yeah no he he looks really good you know? he is he's what 20 years old yes it's like our he's age younger than me <laughs> it's like insane he's younger than me insane. and his forearms are bigger than my legs seriously um that's pretty much it for them monster <laughs> speaking of like some of the other kids um austin wells out six to eight weeks yeah. with a broken rib that apparently that's like a best case scenario right like, I thought, when you hear six to eight weeks, broken rib, like, that sounds so bad, but apparently, like, it could have been so much worse. Yeah. Um, kind of just to stay on catchers. Um, I'm not even sure you could say he's a catcher because he's from La La Land, land of make-believe. Ben Rortfett um, almost died. Yeah. Um, so he had scary, a, yeah. yeah, he had an aneurysm in his left shoulder that, like, cut off circulation in a finger in one of his hands, like, to the point where, like, it was literally just blue. So, apparently, he almost died because of that, which is, like, yeah, what? Super scary. Yeah, that's... But like, I, I trade for this guy last year, and he just... I mean, he was also a throw-in. He wasn't, like... Yeah, but still, like, this guy, it's, like, it's, it's like the Mets with Jed Lowry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They signed him. He kept getting hurt, and he just doesn't I exist like, <laughs> i feel like he never was gonna make the team even if he no. was healthy yeah. but like that's still just like one of those things of like it's a crazy story you guys will enjoy having steven writings who is yeah. also just a non-existent human being um, he's yet to pitch in spring training he so. is not real i don't know who this he's guy just is just a six eight ginger that throws like 120 miles an hour um, like once a year once a it's year like a, it's like a leprechaun He'll, he'll come around for uh, a, tall, a very Patrick's tall day. leprechaun. It's like two leprechauns stacked on top of each other. He's at, that's actually what it is. Under the jersey, <laughs> it's just two leprechauns on top of each other. Uh huh. That's crazy to be able to like be that in sync with like the motion of right. the throwing mechanics. That's crazy. I, I wish. I wish. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's we're so stupid. <laughs> um, really, the last kid that really paying attention to is Oswaldo Cabrera. He is so, so much fun. He is so much fun. I love that man. He's going to start on Triple A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he looks good, though. He looks good. You know, I like what I'm seeing. Had a home run yesterday. Had a home run today. He just, like, is fun. 
Like, everything he does just screams, like, I'm fun. Yeah, he's one of those guys, and I, I, I love these type of players. He loves playing baseball, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm playing baseball for my career. That, so that's fun. what I see when I look at Cabrera, he's and I so love that. He's so much fun. Has, like, the hookah shell necklace. Yeah, like, he looks like such a fun guy. The Yankees have not had, like, a player with, like, quote-unquote swag yeah. in, like, I can't remember, like, good. Like, they're good to have because, like, Donaldson has some, but... Man, he can be a bit of a dick. Yeah, um... <laughs> so, no, like, that... Him just... He he better be the starting left fielder. I'm gonna have... I mean, Aaron Hicks looks like he changed his swing. He had, a, he had a home run yesterday. I wouldn't count him out entirely. Anyways, um... No, I just... That, that starting left field job is... Yeah, there was... There's, like, four main people that are really going for it. Willie Calhoun, um, Rafael Ortega, Oswaldo Cabrera Hicks. I think it's Hicks, Cabrera. They're kind of 1A, 1B. Then Rafael Ortega. Then 30 feet of shit. And then below that, we have Willie, Willie Calhoun. Calhoun. <laughs> um, <laughs> Got to give a little money ball reference. That's all I'm saying. Every yeah. single one of them had a home run yesterday. So it's like... Who knows? Yeah. If he's not on the roster, though, that's malpractice. Cabrera? If he's not the starting, yeah. yeah. If he's not the starting left fielder, okay, I get it. You guys are in love with Hicks, whatever. But if he's not on the roster, that unless yeah. he's hurt, that's malpractice. What I think is gonna happen is Hicks is gonna start left field opening day. They're gonna um, give him his reps. I know. They're I know. gonna give him his reps. Cabrera is gonna be on the roster. If Hicks doesn't produce, you're out. You know, Cabrera Please. in. I think I think that's what they're gonna do. I, I just have. I'll be completely honest. I have no idea what they're gonna do going yeah. into this season. Yeah, that's also true. Who, just, who the hell knows? Not even that. I just feel like this year more than any year, because last year was supposed to be a quote unquote retool year for this year to be the kids, but now it's like. They, you can't trust anything that the front office and like the managers say because like they all have an agenda, yeah. whether it be to get trade value up to do like certain things. Right. So it's like, who even. Especially, what's today's date? The 5th? Yeah. Opening day is 31st. We still have, what, like three weeks until we know what the actual rosters are? Yeah. So it's like, who even knows? Yeah. Um, then moving on to the starters. Um, let me just say this. The results do not matter. Just Trust the process. Anyone that's like a solidified veteran, like, oh, I don't know, Severino or Rodone, ignore the results. All that matters, especially with those two, they come into healthy. They come into, like, uh, season healthy. Yes. Yeah, they both got, like, Lit up. absolutely destroyed. But I yes. can't remember the last time I've seen Sevy throw a good spring training outing. <laughs> yeah. I feel like every year he gives up at least, like, five or six runs in, like, an inning. Right. It just does not make any sense, but I don't care. Right. Because the stuff looks th- looks like it's there, even with him not throwing as, as hard, because guys are still building a velocity. you got to keep that in mind. Right. It's just... Don't if it if this is like March twenty fifth and right. it's happening like okay now yeah. it's time to like start right. worry especially with the Montas injury yeah but for now just don't just enjoy don't enjoy it. it yes enjoy baseball baseball's yes. back yes don't look into the numbers too much exactly um one other thing I just wanted to say and this kind of just more like a overall thing for spring training is that there's really three groups of players in my opinion at least it's the veterans that are going to make the roster, yeah. no matter what, Judge, Severino, Rodon, Cole, LeMahieu, Stanton, those type right. of guys, like, no matter what they do, they're going to make the roster as long as they're healthy. Yeah. 
then you have the guys fighting for a position or even a roster spot. IKF, Glaber, Peraza, Volpe, um, just like those type of guys. And then I think you have the guys that like they're fighting for a roster spot most likely are not going to yeah, get like it. The non-roster and the teams. non-roster and like if anything, they're they're just sh- it's a showcase for other teams. Right. So it's like you really should only care about that second group. In my opinion, yeah, maybe the third group. All you ca- right. for the first one, all you care about is health. Yeah. Second one, you care. Obviously, you care about for all of them. Right. The second one, you wanna. That one is really you the see main good one. Numbers. You want to pay attention. Yeah. To. They're really, I think, the only one that the numbers matter. Yeah, and not entirely matter. Again, it's also kind of like a process thing, but you know the motions and yes. like the technique and like right because even when like take Volpe for example, he's still like three thirty three with like a over one dot OPS. Right. And even when he gets out, it looks like it's like hit over 100 miles an hour right. and should be a hit. Yeah, you're so hitting the like, ball hard. That's what exactly. really matters. Ball go hard. Ball go hard. Ball go burr. Yeah, ball go burr. Uh, yeah. Um, bullpen just look good. Um, I can't remember. Wandy literally struck someone out <laughs> in 20 seconds. I saw that. Um, I love Welcome Wandy. Welcome to the pitch clock. That's going to be, it's going to be fun for that. Um, yeah. Clay Holmes look good. Uh, yeah, I think no real concern. Clark Schmidt had a little bump in the road, I think. I really don't care that much. I think he'll be fine. Right. I think he's also building up. I just, Fair. I really, I think he will, if they give him the chance to be the fifth starter, he will really shine. Right. Get every notion that Michael King will be the fifth starter out of here. Just throw that out the fucking window yeah. that would be the dumbest thing you could possibly do because he's shown that when he's a starter he doesn't he can't pitch more than three four innings yeah. but he is absolutely elite right. as a two three inning guy yeah. and he sh- so it's like why if they use him as a starter you can't be mad at him you have to be mad at like the front office and boone for doing something so stupid yeah. that and someone else said about him came back from elbow injury, yep. looked electric, yeah, he looks, looks like he's fine. Yeah. I'm pretty sure his velo was a lot closer to like his normal than like most other guys. So that's also yeah, something really to note. To see, yeah. Um, yeah, it's really you know, bad. It, 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 it was the same issue of Seth Lugo in the Mets. You know, he came up as a starter, but every time he started, you know, he got gassed after like the fifth inning, if that. Mm. And then you know, the two, three inning guy, he was elite. Yeah. No, I think that's what same thing with Loizaga as well. Yeah, I think that's what they need Michael King to be. Yeah. You know? They don't don't try to force somebody into somebody that's square peg not. round hole. Exactly. You know, play to their strengths, not their weaknesses. Mm. That's what was I gonna say? Because people forget when Michael King was healthy, they had the best like setup closer in baseball and it wasn't even like yeah, close. he was great. Yeah. And like it wasn't because of this, because one reliever is not going to change it like that much. But once he got hurt, everything kind of started like falling off. Right. And yeah. like that's when like other guys started going down. That's when the offense just like said bye bye, except for Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Um, and just yeah, he just, please don't mess with him. Yeah, exactly. Just again, play their strengths. Yes. That's all, all we ask. Yes. That's really all I so, got. Unless you want to add something. No. Uh, again, spring training is underway. Does not matter. Doesn't matter. Just trust the process. Do not yes. pay attention to the numbers. Except for that second group of people. Except and even then, still pay attention to the yes. process. But divisional standings, let's yes. get into it. Yes. It's going to be fun. Can't wait for you to get punished.
now entering Manhattan. Hello, welcome to Manhattan. Um, this will be the first real section of Manhattan. We're going to be going over division predictions. Um, and this is kind of going to go into like an overarching theme that we alluded to, where we're going to have three main sections. It's going to be division predictions, award predictions, and then we kind of made like our own prop bets, yep. like over underlines. Yeah. And whoever wins the majority out of the sections, the other person will get punished. Yeah. And we got the wheel to uh, spin for the punishments, and yes. we're gonna reveal all the punishments on the last episode, uh, or like the third section, like that episode, and yeah, starting off with division predictions. Let's get into it. AL East. Uh, AL East. Take it so, away. Starting it off, I got the Yankees in first place, shocker. Then I got Blue Jays, Rays, Orioles, Red Sox. Okay, okay. I got, yeah, same, mostly the same thing. Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, Red Sox, Orioles. I think I don't think the Red Sox are gonna be as bad as people think, mm -hmm. and also I'm very disappointed with the Orioles. I really thought they were gonna take the next step mm -hmm. in free agency, maybe grab like a pretty good starter, mm -hmm. but no, they got Kyle Gibson and Adam Frazier call it a day. I'll I'll be real, and this may come as a shock to you. I almost put the Orioles over the Rays. Really? I think that the Red Sox got completely worse than they were last year. They were abysmal yeah. last year, and they've gotten worse. I think in the Orioles, they got hot at the end of the year. They're how many like top ten prospects are they calling up? Right. They're calling up. They're Gunnar Henderson, Grayson Rodriguez, probably missing one because yeah. they Rushman's just have the, here to stay. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I think that there's a shot that they'll go over the Rays. I only put the Rays above them because they have some sort of devil magic, and yeah. you can never count them out. Right. Um. Think the. Just, yeah. Yeah. The only thing with the Rays is that they're already. They're already gonna miss Tyler Glass now for mm -hmm. like the first week or so. I think they'll turn into the year. Right. He he cannot stay healthy, so their pitching depth depth is gonna be tested a little bit. But you know, like again, it always is, and always somehow it's the Rays. Yeah. Like you can't count them out. And the Blue Jays, I think they are the second place team, mm -hmm. and they only are the second place team because. I don't. I don't exactly like trading away the Oscar Hernandez. They traded I, away like two out of three of their outfield. Also right. Guriel. And yeah, like they Guriel to the not nothing. They got oh, Varsho. No. Yeah. I was thinking the. I thought he was the one that went to Seattle. No. Even then, they got a reliever. I don't know why I thought. Never, yeah. Ignore, it completely. They got. That. They got Varsho had a good year last year, but again, like. Yeah. I feel like Hernandez was a big part of that offense mm. and. Big part of that clubhouse. I mean, they improved the pitching with Chris Bassett. Mm. You know, Kevin Gosman was good. Alec Manoa, one good year so far. Mm. Kikuchi was terrible last year. Barrios was terrible last year. So we're hoping to bounce back. Man. I know. We're hoping bounce back from them. But look, I think this is the Yankees division until it's mm. not. No. Know? But besides right. that. Annalise? Yeah, Annalise. Annalise. I'll kick that one off. Mm. All right, so I got Braves, Mets, Phillies, Marlins, the Nationals. Same. Okay. I feel like I would not be surprised of any of these top three teams to win the division. I agree. But I think it's the Braves division until proven otherwise. Mm -hmm. You know, the Mets came close, very close. Very close last year and the year before that, mm. but they let it slip away towards the end. Mm. So I think they still have some things to prove. You know, the Braves didn't do too much. They lost 
Swanson. Mm-hmm. But they got Sean Murphy, which I feel yeah. like a lot of people aren't talking about. Yeah. Murphy's like a top three, at least top five catcher in the mm-hmm. league. And, you know, they traded away William Contreras. Mets fans crying right now. No, boo-hoo. Yeah. Yeah, Narco's here to stay, but only for Diaz. But the Braves, the Braves are the Braves, you know. Mm-hmm. The Mets, again, they've gotten close. If but Verlander and Scherzer were five years younger, I'd probably pick them. Yeah. Just because I, I have a sickening feeling one of them is going to get a very significant injury. I have like a vi- I don't want it to happen, but I have a yeah. sick feeling it's yeah. gonna happen. I think a, a lot of it rides on health. You're right, but no. Again, they've gone close past two seasons, but there's still a gap there. Mm-hmm. The Phillies, I feel like a lot of people are high on the Phillies. My thing is, they I don't feel ha- like in most, I feel uh, like they could be first in like three divisions or two yeah. divisions. Oh yeah, the NL East is just a slaughterhouse. No, same. Same thing with the AL East. Yeah. The East is just... The East in East general. East Beast. Yeah. East Coast, Beast Coast. Exactly. But, you know, for the Phillies, Harper's going to be out for at least half the year. But he was also out for, like, a good amount of time last year, no? Not really. No. Oh, no, it was DHing. He was DHing, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Never mind, they're going to be without Harper. No DH, no right field for at least half the year. Yes, they added Trey Turner, mm-hmm. which sucks because I really liked him. But they're, Harper's going to be out for half mm-hmm. the season. I... I also think that they were, if you take away their first, like, couple of months of the seasons and then just, like, extrapolate whenever, like, they started getting, like, insane when Girardi got fired, yeah. I think they were a lot better team than they were, so they also kind of, like, their numbers got sandbagged right. because of that, so Fair. I think that'll be pretty interesting. And, I mean, they, they bolstered the rotation, you know, they got mm. Taiwan Walker. Mm. Bolstered the bullpen as well. See, I don't, that's my thing. I don't think the bullpen got that much better. They still got better, though. I guess. Kimbrel, who the hell knows what you're going to mm-hmm. get. I am not a fan of Gregory Soto. Mm-hmm. I do not like I Gregory just, Soto. I feel like he's one of those guys that, like, he has a lot of potential. Yeah. I mean, look, they, they, so. they did it with Jose Alvarado, you know, hard-throwing lefty who had control issues. No. Gregory Soto is the same thing. So, you know, they probably see the same thing within him. But, you know, the bullpen's still sketchy. But, look, I still have the Mets above them because the Mets owned them last year. Mm-hmm. You know, they're two-headed monster of Nolan Wheeler. Mm-hmm. The Mets hit with no issue. That's that's my thing with them. Mm-hmm. I think if Nolan Wheeler kind of sat down the Mets a little more, then I think they have a shot at taking second. But as of right now, I think Braves, Mets, Phillies is the way to go. I agree. I think that if the Phillies did one, it wouldn't be because of like a one-to-one thing of like them versus Mets. Yeah. yeah I think it would be because of like domination. Because you also got to realize the schedule being different, yeah, playing everyone. Yeah, not play as much, yeah. So... And, you know, Marlins, they're yeah, there. Uh, they, they traded for Arias. One, they they one traded away Pablo Eventually, Lopez. they're going to get here, maybe. Yeah. Look, I think they're going to be... Compet- some They're, they're going to be pesky. They're going to be annoying. Yeah. They're going to take one of those top three teams, and they're going to mess with them. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it comes down to, is whatever team the Marlins play good against is a team that's going to get dragged down a little bit. Mm. And then the Nationals are there. Yeah, I don't think there's a debate. There's there's nothing there's nothing to look forward to in Washington. Yeah. Unfortunately. For any sport. Um yes. all right, on to the AL Central. Um I got Guardians, Twins, White Sox, Tigers, Royals. Ooh. I have the same, but I have the Royals over the Tigers. Okay. I I, I like the Royals going into mm-hmm. the year. I think no, they signed Granky. I think Bobby Witt Well he was there last his, year, so it's like they brought him back at least. They got Ryan Yarborough. Um, Brady Singer, 
broke out second half. So I think he's going to be pretty good. I completely forgot how much I love Brady Singer. Exactly. Brady Singer's going to be pretty good. Granky's going to be Granky. Yarborough, solid. Look, there's not. They're, look, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're not. Mm. But they're a solid team. I think the Tigers. Not much to say, unfortunately. Oh, no, there's not much the going there. Are so bad. That's I, like I, I think the Tigers are worse. I don't know. I. It's. I, I'm a guy for pitching. I love pitching. I I would take the Royals pitching. I mean, you like Tigers. pitching. You look at Tiger Stadium. Yeah. So it's like I don't. I think that's one of those ones where like. Who even, toss who up, even yeah. cares? But, like, yeah, Guard- Guardians, I think, are going to repeat. Mm-hmm. Love Talking about pitching. Love their pitching. Mm-hmm. Justin McKenzie? Wow. No. Shane Bieber? Excellent. Cal Quantrill is good somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Class Somewhere. A. The rest of the bullpen, elite. Mm-hmm. And they added Josh Bell. Mm-hmm. A power bat that they were missing last year. Yeah. So I, I really like them. I will say this. I And I'm still not sure, but I think the White Sox could be better than the Twins. I really think the Twins are like, eh. Like, I don't know which. I feel yeah. like that's also another toss-up. I disagree. I think the White – because I think for the White Sox, you have you also have to remember that they, they're not going to have Hendricks for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully – Forgot about that. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, if you've, you didn't hear, he got diagnosed with cancer, unfortunately. So he's going to be out for – who knows how long? May not even play. Might not even play, but you know, hopefully he has a speedy recovery. Hopefully we see him this year, but no. you know, unfortunately for the White Sox, he's just not going to be there. Mm. And you know, they lost Jose Abreu, mm. big bat in the middle of the lineup. I feel like they're. It's like, just hard for me to take the Twins seriously because, like, I it's know. honestly hard because just how the historical doesn't make sense dominance the Yankees have had against the Twins. It just. Right. I can't see them as like a I real know. team. I like. I mean, they got Pablo Lopez from the Marlins, yeah. but they also lost Arias. Yeah. They got Correa. Unfortunately. So he's there. You know, mm. Jose Miranda had a good year. They have too many outfielders. Who knows how many games Buxton's going to mm. play? So I don't. Know. I like. I like the Guardians going into this year. Mm. I really do. Yeah, I do as well. But you know, I think the Central divisions are probably always the weakest. Yeah, always yeah. going to be the weakest. NL Central? Yeah. NL Central. All right. I'm going to shock you with this, by the way. I'm, I'm scared. I got Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, Pirates, Reds. You ready for this? Yeah. You ready? Cardinals, Cubs, Brewers, Pirates, Reds. Really? Yes. See, I thought you were going to have Brewers winning the division. No. I'm not that high on the Brewers. I just, I love the Cardinals. You yeah. know how much I love the Cardinals. Yeah. Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado are like two of my favorite non-Yankees in the entire league. Um, the Cubs, I don't know what it is. I just feel like they have so they signed so many people right. that, like, dude, if Bellinger bounces back yeah. somewhat, like, I don't see, yeah. like, I he's, know he's not gonna be twenty nineteen Bellinger. I know Scott Boris like that, but like, I don't see how you give twenty million to a guy and not For think that you could fix a him. glorified Kevin Kiermaier. Exactly. Right. So it's like I don't. So that if they dude, if they fix him, right. that lineup is gonna be. It, it's still like okay though, like you know. I feel like the, the Cubs are just solid moves. This but is what I was they like. Need more. This is what I was talking about when I was at my desk, and I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. What? Because yeah. like it was in between Cubs and Brewers. Right. I just I've never seen it with the Brewers. I think it. I the just... Brewers are gonna get carried by the pitching. Mm-hmm. The, I don't like the Cubs pitching again. Pitching guy. Give me Colburn Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and Freddie Peralta all day. Cubs got Tyone, solid. 
Hendrix, solid. Drew Smiley, solid. Mm. You know, like these two, three, four guys. I think Wineski could be a stud, by the way. Yeah. His stuff is disgusting. And they also lost Wilson Contreras. How could I forget? You know what I mean? I don't, I just I just, got a I don't see it. I got a weird feeling. I got but, a weird feeling about it. I guess. For, for the Brewers, though, they added Winker. Mm. I think he's going to have a bounce back here. Really high on Winker. He, cause he had his numbers in the Brewers Stadium. I forget mm. what they call it now. I think it's American Family? No. They changed the name. Great American? Great American Ballpark? No. Doesn't I think matter. that's right. Regardless, I think Winker's going to have a good year. They got Contr- William Contreras from the Braves. Adamas is good. Mm. Tell, uh, Rowdy Tellez. Let's get Rowdy. I know that's your sense. favorite thing. It just doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> you love it too. It's fantastic. It's funny. I like it. It's okay. When you see it for the 20th time in... The MLB Twitter. Anytime he hits a home run. but Anytime but, he like walks to first base. Let's get Rowdy. But no, I think they're going to... I think they're going to be good. They're going to be good. I think, personally, I think they could win the division. Uh-huh. Because I, I the thing with the it. Cardinals... Their pitching is not great. Adam Wainwright, Miles Michaelis, Jordan Montgomery. Like, nothing special. And the offense could be on and off, too. They're going to get carried by Arenado and Goldschmidt. I think if Jordan Walker I makes... Think he's going to be... If he makes the opening day roster, that give, gives out. him an edge. Look out. Yes. He's 20 years old, but he's demolishing baseballs right now. And he almost came up last year. Like, yeah. there was talk about him coming up last year. So, with this, this spring, I don't see. Right. This is the other thing. They have a lot of jam. Like, with how the Yankees have a lot of jam in the infield, they have a lot of jam in the outfield. You know, they got Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson, Lars Newtbar. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they traded Bader. But Pirates and Reds. I don't think. I think that's. I think the Pirates are going to be fun. They're not going to be good, but they're going to be fun. I like bringing back Kutch. Mm-hmm. That was nice. You Unfortunately, know. the hand thing. Today, yeah, he got but... hit in the hand today, but I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Rich Hill, Dick Mountain. Dick Mountain, baby. Dick Mountain, he's, he's going to be doing his thing. Vince Velasquez, solid. Again, they're not going to do much, but I think they'll be fun. Yeah. And then maybe. the Reds are there. The Reds are there. I think, I think Lodolo, Nick Lodolo, and Green are going to be fun to Dude, watch they're pitching. They're just like made up names. Yeah, but the Reds are the Reds. Not yeah. much going on there. All right. Onto the AL West. This is gonna. I feel I'm like excited. I feel like I'm we're gonna have very different one. answers on this one. Let's let's, let's Astros, get into it. Astros, Angels, Mariners, Rangers, Oakland. Wrong. I got Astros, Mariners, Angels, Rangers, Athletics. You don't even need to talk to Athletics. Oakland. That's. Yeah. I I will say this. I made this about like two weeks ago. Okay. I initially had the Rangers over the Angels, and I had the Mariners a third. Okay. The more I think about it, I think that if the Angels are going to do something, it's going to be this year. Yeah. Otani's going to be gone. Trout, who this may be like his last chance he has of doing anything. Because think about, they've been like average without Trout. Yeah. If Trout finds some way to get healthy. Right. They've always, their issue has always been they've had Trout, Otani, then nothing else. No pitching, no other guys in the lineup. Yeah. They've added a significant amount of depth in Urshela, Renfro. They also got Tyler Anderson. I'm pretty sure Brandon there's even Drury. Brandon Drew. I'm pretty right. sure there's even more guys I'm forgetting about. Yeah. Um so I think that they're really gonna surprise people. Otani, he's on a contract here. He's yeah. trying to get the first seven hundred million dollar contract, <laughs> maybe billion dollar contract. Who even knows what Yeah, who who knows who you're gonna pay the guy? Yeah. Um but- 
Yeah, you go. The pitching, that's my thing. The pitching's okay. You have Otani. <laughs> the pitching. I love pitching. You can't blame me. Pitching, oh, good pitching beats good hitting. Mm-hmm. Change my mind. Mm-hmm. But they have Otani, who pitches like once a week. Mm-hmm. Tyler Anderson had a career year for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Who knows what you're going to get. I think Reed Det- Det- Detmers. 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 Solid year, but he got sent down to AAA mm-hmm. halfway through. And the rest of the rotation is lefties. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, starting is not, pitching is not that good. Their bullpen, they traded away Riso Iglesias mm-hmm. for nothing. What's that one guy that I'm forgetting? The one pitcher. He was, like, really good for, like, a good amount of the portion. Patrick Sandoval. Sandoval, yeah. But, again, another lefty. It's, mm-hmm. it's Otani and lefty, 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 lefty. I feel like they'll figure some, one more yeah. starter. I feel like that always happens, or one or two starters yeah. are always different. I, my thing with the Mariners is I'm not sure if they – I think they're going to be really good. I think them and the Angels are both going to be really good. And then my thing with the Rangers, they have so much talent, but almost every single one of those players is, like, injury-prone. Injury yeah. Very injury-prone. I mean, look injury at that prone. rotation. Like, uh, again, I love DeGrom, but – who the hell knows where you're going to get from dude, him? DeGrom, Evaldi, Heaney. Yeah, Those are like three of the most John Gray he was hurt like dude, half the year. Like they're always hurt. Seager, for some reason, wasn't hurt. Okay, I don't know why I said that way. But Seager <laughs> wasn't hurt last year. Yeah. He has a career of being hurt for a significant amount of time right. every single year. Look, Simeon had an okay year. Yeah. He picked it up at the end, but he wasn't anything. With the I will, with I will the say, Jays. though, he is known for being very durable. Yeah. But... And, you know, Nathaniel Lowe had a breakout year. I think they're going to call up Josh Jung to play mm-hmm. third base. The outfield, not much going on. I think Garcia is good. Garcia, Garcia is pretty good. Garcia strikes out so much, though. Mm. And, again, the pitching. The, if, yeah. if the Rangers want to make some noise, they need to They need to stay healthy. The pitching needs to stay healthy. Mm. But with the Mariners, I think they got better. I th- look, you replaced Hanniger with a better Hanniger mm-hmm. into Oscar Hernandez. You know what I mean? So I think they're going to be a H- Julio. Love Julio. I do. He's well. going to be great. Luis Castillo, mm-hmm. Logan Gilbert, Robbie Ray, George Kirby. I think Robbie Chris Ray Flexen. is so. He's over. I think he's overrated. The contract is horrible, mm-hmm. but he's not a bad. He's not worth the contract, but he's not a bad pitcher. Mm-hmm. And my, th- my only thing with Castillo is that he's known for being hurt. so inconsistent yeah. and hurt as well. Yeah. But, like, his only issue is his inconsistency. So yeah. it's like, which Castillo are you going to get? Right. I just have a feeling that this is going to be, like, an Angels year. They made a lot yeah. of very good depth signings, which I feel like a lot of t- – I feel like that's what helps teams a lot more than making splash moves. Right. I feel like – when they the have, like, things. those top-heavy guys, and then they add a significant amount of depth around it, right. that helps so much. Right. So, I... I think the, the thing I'm with so the Angels, they, they need to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Trout needs to stay healthy. Rodon. Rendon needs to stay healthy. I mean, you could also make the argument that they haven't had him for, like, so long that it's, yeah. like, anything you get from him is a bonus. Yeah, true. But I think they just need to... St- if they stay healthy... They can make some noise. They can't. They're not going to beat the Astros. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to beat no the one, Astros. That, that's like they're the best the team lock, in the league. The lock of the lock of the lock. Right. That's why we didn't even talk about them. Because yeah. the best team in baseball added one of the best first basemen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They got Jose Abreu. I still think they, they got w- a little worse, but yeah, they lost Verlander, but Astros. I are a little. Team to I mean, like very, marginal. very marginal. Yeah. 
Like, but, almost, like, don't even mention it worse. And then, again, the athletics are... Existing. If they lose less than 100 games, That's they a should success. have a parade. They seriously. should have a parade. Yeah. but Their I fans think, should go full Philly. Yeah, seriously. The AOS is going to be fun to watch in the middle of the pack. Yeah. You know, the Astros are going to be up top. Oakland's going to be I also the think bottom, that but. the Angels, Mariners, and Rangers are really going to benefit from the new schedule. Right. Because they're not going to have to play, play the Astros. Astros 19 times. That's true. And, you know, hey. Jerry Kalanick is waiting in the minors for a breakout season. NL NL West. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ready for this one? Yeah. Padres, Mm -hmm. Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Giants, Rockies. Go fuck yourself. Tell me you have the same thing. I have the same exact thing. No way. I have the same exact thing. I thought I was going to be creative having the Diamondbacks third, too. I had the same exact thing. Are you kidding me? If the Giants got Cray, I was going to have the Giants third. That's annoying. Giants you not annoy me. I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I don't like I've never liked you. <laughs> Man, this is just whatever. Anyways. Padres, this I think this is the year. Mm. You know? Bogarts, Tatis, Soto, Machado. Because people also wow. gotta realize they did so well last year. Without Tatis. Without Tatis. Practically without Soto. Yeah. With Josh Hader pitching like he was <laughs> I don't know, give me the worst pitcher relief pitcher you could think of. Uh, Jared Eikhoff. Like Jared Eikhoff. He's um, a starter, regardless. <laughs> yeah, full year of hater. Full year of hater, full year of so- Soto. I mentioned in the Mets section that the thing about how, who was it, Vantos? Or was it? Vantos, right. Vantos didn't even have the best OPS in spring training. Yeah. In Juan Soto is hitting 727 with an over 2 dot OPS in spring training. Yeah. Like, that's not even it's video in, game numbers. Insane. That's not even... If you hit that in MLB... That's dude, what I'm saying. I can't hit that in MLB the show. Either. I'm not that good. Dude, no one is. I think the only thing that you can knock on the Padres is the rotation. Mm-hmm. I think Musgrove's... I forgot how long Musgrove's going to be out because he dropped the weight on his toe. That is so fluky. I know. But, you know, after... You got, you know, you got Darvish. What are you going to get from Snell? You know, Musgrove when he comes back. Mm-hmm. But then you have Nick Martinez and Seth Lugo. That's why I really like the Michael Walker signing, because maybe they go into a six-man rotation to kind of... Until he gets back. Until he gets back and to kind of get... You don't have to, We're talking like, about Musgrove. Yeah, we don't have to focus on Lugo and Martinez pitching like starters. Mm. Like, again, like I talked about it earlier, Lugo's not a starter. Mm. I love the guy. I wish he stayed with the Mets as a reliever. They may honestly just use him as like a 3-4 inning guy. Right. So maybe like, like kind of like an opener. Right. Like a bigger... Opener, I think that's the one knock you can have on the the Padres, but mm. the offense is gonna. I think the Dodgers got significantly worse. Yeah, they I lost looked. like all the rotation, yeah. not all of it, but they lost a good amount yeah. of it. They lost Trey Turner, who was like their second best hitter. They Justin Turner, he wasn't good, but still a clubhouse guy. Yeah. Um, Bueller's gonna be out for the whole year. Yeah, most likely. Forgot about that. Exactly. Bueller's gonna be out. No Turner. You know, unfortunately, Gavin Lux blew out his. Blew out That's his ACL. Horrible. That yeah. really sucks. I don't see what's his face. Who's the guy with Miguel the beard? Rojas? No, the guy with the pitcher. The right. The beard. The oh, Dustin May. No, black beard. Oh my God! It starts with a G. Oh, Gonsolin. Yes, I don't He's see Gonsolin. Re- yeah, I don't yeah. see him repeating. Yeah, he had a career year. You know, what are you gonna get from Kershaw? Mm. Um, health wise. Health wise, what are you gonna get from Syndergaard? Yeah. You know. I just like the rotation. Who do they? Who do they even have in their bullpen? Like Evan, broken down. Evan Phillips. Trinan. Yeah, Blake like Trinan. Bruce Garrow with negative control. Right, and again, it just 
I feel like they're going to bet on a lot of prospects, like you know guys like Miguel Vargas and. Does Bobby Miller coming if, out? Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't think so. But look, if someone if, if there's a team to bet on prospects to produce, yeah, it's, it's going to be the Dodgers. But as of right now, they they don't scare me. Yeah. They don't. And the only reason they're second is because the rest of the divisions. Is it a little weak? Yeah. Like I think the Diamondbacks like. We have the Diamondbacks as third, and we're making, like, a big deal about that, but they're, like... They're so-so. They're, like... I I think they would be... (laughs) This is is probably going to be such a cold take. I think they'd be fourth in the NL East, or AL East. Fourth? Yes. Or barely third. Fourth or barely third. Yeah, like, I'm... I'm very high on the Diamondbacks. Let me just start Mm -hmm. out by that. I love how this team looks. Christian Walker, Corbin Carroll... Alex Thomas, mm. Jake McCarthy, Catal Marte. Give it to me. Feed it to me. The only reason I chose them was because the Giants and Rockies suck. See, I just, I love the Diamondbacks. I, I think the Diamondbacks are going to be really fun. I think they're going to be okay. Look, they added Lourdes Gurriel. Mm-hmm. They got Gabriel Moreno, one of the top catching prospects mm-hmm. from the Blue Jays. And I feel like a lot of people are forgetting. They got Kyle Lewis from I feel like no Seattle. one's talking about that. Uh, yes, he's been injured, but... If he's healthy, he's a that's twenty twenty like, rookie of the year. He's a big power guy and a good defensive like, center fielder. Everyone was saying like him and Lubob were like yeah. gonna be like the future of center field. Right. Unfortunately, and if they he got didn't hurt, have but... Julio, they probably don't trade him. Yeah. Like if they don't have like someone who could legitimately be one of like the best, like a top three center fielder in baseball, they probably wouldn't trade Kyle right. Lewis. Right. And look, the rotation's iffy, but Zach Gallen is gonna. Mm. He's gonna be. I I love Zach Gallen going into the year. How could someone with glasses pitch that well? Hey, I, I pitched a complete game in Little League. Mm-hmm. Don't knock, don't knock the glasses. Ten, all right? ten run, complete game. I think it was like I think I let up like two. Okay. Anyways, regardless, you know Merrill Kelly had a decent year, mm. but then after that, you know, we got Mad Bum. Who's got, a bum? You, he was a bum, and then yeah, I think you got just like you know, no names really, just prospects trying to get that fourth fifth spot for Mister Pitchin. Yeah. This is. I know, but the I like the Rockies like pitching offense. more. All right, now you're just talking crazy. <laughs> but uh, I am a Christian Walker believer. Mm. I think he's going to have a great year. Mm. All, anyone playing fantasy out there, pick up Christian Walker. You will thank me later. I can't wait pick for people Christian to draft Walker. him, and then he's just like the biggest bust of all time, and then people are going to dislike yeah, come, the podcast. Come back, come back to me and like dislike the me. podcast. But pick up Christian Walker. Mark my Don't words. Don't do it. Don't do it. Pick him up. He's lying to you. The Giants... I feel really bad for them. I, so, I don't feel bad for them. I feel bad for the fans. Yeah, that's fine. The I mean. front office, like, that's all on you. Yeah. You could have done more. You really thought you could have got them. You could have gone in more. Yeah. It's all on the fan. It's all the fans. I, feel I know. Bad I feel for. so bad. Because you got Judge. I'm sorry. You got Arson Judge. And then mm-hmm. you didn't. You had Correa. And then you then didn't. didn't. And then you got, look, I think Mitch Hanniger needs to stay healthy. You know, he had 30 bombs in, what, 2019? Nah, 2020? Yeah. So I think he. he Mitch Hanniger can be good. Michael Conforto, loved him. Loved him. What are you going to get from him? And it's also in that park. Yeah. Let that lefty swing. And pe- no, not Petco. He's not. Look how we go. Van can treat him that kind. Nah, I don't think so either. But, you know, then you got. There's only one person like history. Two people in history that, like, actually, like, just did not get, care. Barry. But besides them, Jock Peterson. 
if it wasn't for the Rockies literally being like one of the most pathetic franchises in sports, which I hate to say, then like it's not even. Yeah, like and, and the pitching is okay too. You know, got Logan Webb at the top. You lost Rodon. You got Sean Benaya, Ross Striplin, Alex Wood. I think you know bullpen doesn't scare me. Even Logan Webb, I feel like he's more like a low end two, high end three. Debatable, but yeah. like middle of the road too. I don't. Yeah, he's not. He's not an ace. He's serviceable. He's not an ace. Yeah, he's not. Which is a fault. It's not. It's not a knock on him. Like that being a solid two yeah. is a very good thing. It's right. just it's on the team for not getting an ace. Yeah. Or bringing theirs back. Then, like we said, the Rockies are pathetic. signed Chris Bryant last year, so hopefully they get something from him. He's hitting in spring you training, know, but Brendan Rodgers out for the year, unfortunately. He's a guy I could, or they're a team that I could see getting IKF. Maybe. That's that's like they, they just signed Mike Mustakis to a minor league deal. Cores, who knows? But not much going on with the Rockies. I think. I think the, the storyline for the NL West is Padres Dodgers. No. Obviously, but I think this is the Padres year. I they, think that also the Diamondbacks and Padres will also benefit from not playing the Dodgers that often. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you know, besides that. That's our division predictions. We agreed a lot more than I would have liked. Yeah, same. I really thought I was going somewhere with Diamondbacks third, but, mm. you know, guess not. That's crazy to say. Two people agreeing on the Dodgers. Just thinking about Dodgers second. And two people, it's, like, not even really, like, a debate. I know. Like That's crazy to think about. They do not scare me. Yeah. But, you know, it's the Dodgers. If some team is going to miraculously be fantastic, it's going to be gonna pull off the scam deal of the century, it's going to be them to get the best player in baseball somehow. I don't even know. Yeah, who knows. But any closing yeah. thoughts? Um, no. No. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed our division predictions, our little housekeeping. Spring training is underway. Mm-hmm. Baseball is back. Opening days, three weeks. Yep. About that. Very exciting. Yeah. Be back here in two weeks. Next section of Manhattan is going to be our uh, award, predictions, award predictions. And MVP, be Cy Young, Cy Rookie of the Year, Manager of the, of the year. year, Comeback Player of the Year. I think that's it. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we will see you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Adios.